You are listening to My Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth. Real quick before I start this episode, I want to say thank you to all my listeners. I got 2,789 plays on my podcast and my podcast is only two months old. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And my most played episode is, drum roll, once a Casper, always a Casper. (laughs) That is amazing. Thank you, guys. And uh, this episode is going to annoy the shit out of me, but we're going to talk about it. So, Jasper 2.0 owing me money. He thought it was funny to send me cash app of $10 per day. I could see what he was doing with this. He's trying to clearly piss me off. And it's working, but I'm not going to show him that it's working because he's paying me. So whatever. If it's going to take nine days, ten days, ten dollars a day, whatever. Just fucking do what you got to do. But then my girlfriend sends me a screenshot of his Instagram story. How he just spent $260 shopping for clothes. And at seven in the morning, I get one dollar sent to me twice on Cash App with a little sentence on each one. He decided to send $2 to say whatever the fuck he had to say. And I was like, wow, for one, you got balls, man. You got balls because he's not seen my crazy. He's seen maybe a level three of my crazy. And two, you clearly have the money if you're sending dollars just to fucking say something. And three, why the fuck are you messaging me at seven in the morning? It kind of reminds me of Taylor Swift's song. It's 7 a.m. You need to calm down. But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron and I'm just like, damn. It's 7 a.m. Say it in the street, that's a knockout. But you say it in a tweet, that's a cop-out. And I'm just like, hey, are you okay? expression but i've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing about somebody else is no fun and snakes and stones never broke my bones so like why are you up you little child go to fucking sleep it's like a toddler you're trying to put down for a nap that won't fucking go down so after the whole he starts sending me dollar messages saying, I don't owe you shit, but yet he's sending me money. Okay. And then, again, I get another text message sent to me of his story, and this motherfucker calls me out 
on his Instagram story. And this is what it said. Get fucking over it. Act your age, not your shoe size. I don't owe you shit. But yet, he still send me money, so clearly he does. So when I saw that, and then him sending me the $2 at 7 in the morning, telling me pretty much to go fuck myself, and he doesn't owe me shit, but then he still send me $10, I see that he is getting a high out of my reaction. But... After him going shopping and seeing he's got the money for it, and after seeing the shit he posted on Instagram story for 12 hours it's been up, I'm like, okay, this motherfucker is trying me. So Saturday I was out, and this is when I actually found out all this stuff. Saturday I'm out with my friends, and one of his really good friends comes up to me, and I was literally in the heat of the moment of reading that damn story. And his friend's like, hey, Angie. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now. I said, I am fucking pissed. And your friend is going to get his shit ruined. He is now fucking with me. Not with my money, but now he's trying to get a high and a rise out of me. And that's not cool. I realized how intense I was coming at his friend that we're mutually friends with because I've known him since um, the town that I went to high school in. That's how I know his friend who is a mutual friend of both of us. And I was like, whoa, I know I'm being a little tense right now. I'm sorry, it has nothing to do with you, love you. I was like, but your friend has got it coming. And he's like, Angie, whatever you do, I don't care, fuck his shit up, he probably deserves it. He's like, but whatever you do, don't touch my work company truck because he has it. I was like, thank you for telling me that because that probably would have been the first shit I would have done. I wasn't going to ruin his shit. I mean, I'm not 12 years old. I'm not going to go fucking fucked up his shit. But about 10 minutes after that, my friend comes up to me and she goes, Hey, I just got a message from Jasper 2.0. And he told me to tell you that if you try to threaten him or if you try to mess with him at all, that he is going to do blah, blah, blah. I'm not even going to fucking say out loud what he threatened. And I was like, wait, did this motherfucker not only just owes me money, sends me $10 a day to be funny, sends me $1 a day at 7 in the morning just to go off on me, puts shit on his story about me, tells people that I'm sweating him when I'm only talking to him about the money because I don't give a fuck about him. And now he's telling my friend, pretty much threatening me if I threaten him or if I try to talk to him he's going to do a b and c <laughs> so my girlfriend's like he's threatening to do this 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 i was like oh yeah and guess where i go i go to his motherfucking house that's the thing about me you don't tell me when i'm heat up in the moment pissed off you don't tell me hey if you do this i'm gonna fuck your shit up because i'm gonna do exactly that and see if you have balls to fuck my shit up because i fucking dare you i dare you so I get to his house, I pull up, and I'm like, come outside, we need to talk. First thing this motherfucker does is he comes outside with his dog, and he's like, Angie, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, what? And he's like, my dog is sick, and he has a chihuahua like me. So first of all, he used totally that situation to, like, he took it to his advantage. He knew that I was coming to bitch him out. He knew I was going to go off on him, but he tried to pull a sentimental moment of his fucking dog not feeling good. Yes, the dog was definitely sick. I mean, I could tell. So I'm sitting there 
trying to rub his belly. He's definitely like not moving. He won't sit up. He's crying. And I'm just like dealing with the dog at first. Once I figure out what the, what's wrong with the dog and I talk to him about it, then I'm like, okay, I'm not here to take care of your fucking dog, but what the fuck? And he's like, what? I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, first of all, you're messaging me at seven in the fucking morning. You don't just text message me. You send it by dollars just to rub it in a little bit more. And I was like, and what the fuck is up with this $10 a day bullshit when you're going here shopping for $300 on clothes, posted it on your story, yet you can't pay me off. He's like, oh my God. He's like, if you weren't so stubborn that one day, I would have paid you off by now. I'm like, oh, so you're getting a high out of this. I was like, listen, 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 Linda, just fucking listen. Give me my money and I never have to speak to you again because you clearly are making it seem like I am sweating your balls and I am, believe me, I am not into you. And he's like, I will pay you and I told you that, but you're so stubborn. So yeah, I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to send $10. And I was like, you know what? I learned my lesson to never let people use my money when they need to use their money. Got it. I said, but you know what? You are paid in full. Because I would rather have him be paid in full in my head than to deal with this motherfucker for $70 more. The total balance was $260. So yes, he paid somewhat. But $70, I would rather him keep that because clearly he needs that more than me than for him to try to get a rise out of me. And I was like, you know what? You are paid in full. You will never have to deal with me again. You will never have to see me again. I said, I'm fucking done. But don't, don't think... I didn't see the shit you were talking about. And that shit on your story, calling me out, how I need to act my age and not my shoe size, and how I need to get over you, I never sweated you. It was about my motherfucking money. But you didn't put that on there. I don't want to hear my name come out of your fucking mouth. As I'm walking out back to the car, he's like, you always say this. You always say this. I was like, not when you don't owe me any fucking money anymore. You're paid in full. You're done. Bye. Left. Fucking done. Done. Ladies, don't let any motherfucker borrow money. That's it, period. Don't. I don't give a fuck if he's your boyfriend. I don't give a fuck if he's your fiance. Unless he's your husband and you guys got kids, whatever. Don't let a motherfucker use your money. As a lot of my listeners like to comment on my post, put it on the Jasper tab since we got Jasper 1 and Jasper 2 owing me money and shit. Because you ain't gonna fucking see it. And honestly, $70 to me is worth not having to deal with that motherfucking stress. Oh, seven o'clock morning fucking dollar request from Cash App. Motherfucker. Anyways, so what do you guys think about, do you think having dreams sends you a message? Like, okay, actually, I have to just explain the story, and that's the only way you'll probably understand. Okay, so my girlfriend had a very... She's been having a really tough year, and her dad passed away the day before her birthday back in March. Well, I don't know if much of you guys out there are not only into horoscopes like I am, but I actually like watching readers do, like, you know, certain readings for your, either if it's Gemini or whatever, and they have, like, daily ones, too. It's kind of like your horoscope, but more accurate, I guess. And I've always been into that, and she started getting into that once her dad passed away because it was out of nowhere of course and I did not know this but she had a reading done the night that I had this dream so I had a dream about my girlfriend and her dad I've never met her her dad I don't know what he sounds like I don't know 
how he, you know, his persona. I don't know anything. The only thing is that I knew that if I brought it up to her, I was like, it's going to be kind of like hard because I know it's hard on her to hear about it. So I was like, oh, but I got to tell her. So this was my voice memo I sent to her. I had like the worst dream ever. Not worse, it's just a fucking sensitive subject that I don't want to talk to you about, but I had a dream about you and your dad. It was weird. And I kept watching you I kept watching like um like my readings. They were like in the next couple days I want you to really focus on what the angels want to tell you. And one part of my dream, I remember somebody was like somebody, I don't know who, but somebody was like, "Hey, every time you see a dime, but it's facing down, not up." It means the angels are trying to talk to you. Have not seen one today, but maybe you should keep an eye out for that because this dream was about, okay, your dad passed away. And so this whole dream, like as I'm saying everything in my dream, it's all new to me. Like I have no idea. So your dad passes away. And I remember that I was like stressing because I was like, I don't know how to tell this to Mallory. She's going to be so upset that I took so long to tell her this. And it was like, your dad, for some reason, I don't, I mean, shit, I don't know your dad, but your dad came up to me and was like, I need you to give this and this and this to Mallory. And I remember, like, I guess, like, right when your dad passed away in my dream, it was not a good time to, like, even mention anything because you're so sensitive about it. So I waited, like, six months to give you this stuff, which truth be told I have nothing to give you I just want to let you know this is a dream but it was like a box and I guess like once you got it and you opened it and you like it was a lot of like sentimental stuff I don't know maybe that means something to you maybe it doesn't that's the dream I had and then the whole dime thing and then I remember at the end of the dream like I guess really really strong dunnering was coming in and then I woke up fucking weird right after i send that to her she starts bawling her eyes out she's like oh my god angie oh my god oh my god and i was like what i was like fuck maybe i shouldn't have said anything i know this is gonna be a trigger she's like i just had a reading done last night that i didn't even get to tell you about and the lady told me let's just listen to the voice memo that she sent me oh my god i'm crying oh my god i'm so dripping out right now when I first got onto the reading, she told me, she was like, who broke your heart three to four months ago? Like, she's like, someone left you, like a breakup or you broke your heart. And I was like, um, I had someone die. And she was like, oh my God, was that your dad? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, has he been coming to you in your dreams? And I was like, yes. And she's like, he's gonna come to you and he's gonna come into other people in your life dreams to let them know that he's communicating with you. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Oh, oh I gotta take a breather. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> So she explained that he is coming into our dreams at night because he's trying to communicate with us. And she's like, at the end of the reading, oh my God, I'm so dripping out right now. I swear to God this happened. You know, we love him and we miss him and you know, we won't forget him. And she was like, does, does coins mean anything to you? Like change? And I was like, um, kinda, I was like, he had these giant um, water jugs and used to always collect coins. I was like, and then one time in college I had a party and they were stolen and so he blamed me and he never gave it up, you know, reminded me about it. And he was like, well, he's letting me know that he's gonna leave some pennies for you. So if ever you see a penny on the ground or anywhere, he's like, that's him, that's him with you. Holy fuck. I'm like, oh my God, that's crazy. And I've always been told by people that I have like a sensitive side to spirituality, I guess. Um, and I don't know what exactly that means. I've tried to do some research on it, but the fact that my girlfriend just had this reading last night that I, she did not have a chance to tell me about it. I had a dream 
first time ever about her and her dad and then she sends me a video of his voice and I start crying because that's the voice that was telling me in my dream like don't pick up the dimes that are facing up you got to pick the one that are facing down I start crying because I was like oh my god like how would I know what her dad's voice sounds like I've never met him that was really tough and then that opened my eyes to being like what does this mean? I mean, I've always had people tell me with this podcast, like, I'm doing such great things with humanity. Like, I'm helping people relate to life troubles that people are too afraid to speak about. And I'm speaking my truth. People always message me telling me how they can relate. And that it's awesome that somebody is going through something they went through. So if anyone out there knows what this can possibly mean, hit me up, please, on my Instagram, my Ugly Truth Podcast, or on Twitter, my Ugly Truth underscore pod, because I don't know what that means. I mean, it's fucking deep, but I don't know. So, on to the next subject. I went on a date with this guy. We're going to call him Mike. Um, I was talking to Mike for about a week, a week and a half, texting we didn't officially meet yet which was at first kind of weird because we were sending each other snaps and I'm like this is weird because we haven't really physically met and he's really into podcasts and he actually listens to this podcast that I listen to religiously which is called Caller Daddy those girls are fucking hilarious raunchy but fucking hilarious and he posted something on his story was like oh it's Wednesday new episode from Caller Daddies and I was like you listen to that podcast too I'm like that's awesome he's like yeah I love podcasts he's like I try to listen to as many as I can so I was like oh really wow let that sink in a little bit and I was like should I tell him because I mean once I tell somebody I have a podcast there's pretty much my whole life story spread open and he started listening to my podcast once I mentioned it so that was really cool and he was like so supportive so sweet everything was going great the whole week that we were talking and then finally Friday we had a date and he cooked me dinner it's funny my first date that I've had a date with in the past year has cooked me dinner and I'm like whatever I was gotta eat that works so he cooked me some steak, such a gentleman, so cute, I'm so attracted to him. And as we're hanging out Friday, he tells me, we're talking about 4th of July, and I'm like, oh, what are you doing for 4th of July? He's like, oh, I have to travel for work. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, what, what are you doing? He's like, doing, I'm going here, here, here. And then he tells me, yeah, I actually leave Monday, which the date was Friday. He leaves Monday. And I was like, well, when do you come back? He's like, I'm actually leaving for deployment for two months. I'm like, (laughs) the luck that I have with my love life is a joke. I'm like, damn, I met the fucking perfect guy that I would go for and I could really maybe like. I mean, I don't know him completely, so I don't know. I always kept asking, I'm like, what's wrong with you? There's got to be something wrong with you. (laughs) And the funny thing is I kept asking, I was like, seriously, like, what's your flaw? And he's like, uh, I'm like, you really got to think about it. Like, what's your flaw? And he's like, well, I don't have like a big ass dick. (laughs) I'm like, that's funny. But no, I'm being for real. Like this guy just so sweet, so nice, so such a gentleman, but he's a Redskins fan. Yeah, I don't know about that. Maybe that's his flaw. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, he left for deployment. We'll see where it goes when he gets back. That's that because that's my luck. On to the next subject. I had a girlfriend um, come up to me the other night and she was like, hey, Angie. Okay, we're going to call her Tracy, okay? Hey, Angie, I just want to apologize about that whole shit that went down because back in June, I was trying to plan a cruise with my girlfriends and this girl, I invited her. She's not a friend of mine, but she is a good friend of 
people I'm really close to. So I invited her and then she's like, I don't even know why you would want me to go on a cruise with you when we're not even good friends. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just being fucking nice, but okay. That was the only conversation we had. She comes up to me the other night and she goes, Hey Angie, I just want to say I'm so sorry about like that whole birthday cruise. Like I get like, you know, you were just trying to like set up a birthday cruise for like your friends. And I was just being a cunt and I'm sorry that I blocked you. And I was like, <laughs> you blocked me? I didn't even know you blocked me. She's like, yeah, you're not blocked now, but you were. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to be upset? Am I supposed to be like, uh, and, and instead of being like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I might have upset you. No, I was like, do you get what I was trying to say? I was inviting you because I wanted all the girls to go and I felt wrong to not invite you. I was like, do you understand what I was trying to say? Like, I'm not going to fucking put my, my swords down now because you apologized for blocking me something I didn't even know you fucking did. Another thing is the list of people that have me blocked is like, I don't know if you know this, but on Facebook, you can pull like your data and it'll pull up everything with your information on Facebook. And on my relationship status, they only showed one of my ex from like over 10 years ago. And I'm like, well, where are all the other exes? And I was like, oh, that's right. They all have me blocked. Every single ex of mine within the past 10 years has me blocked. And then I started questioning like, why do these motherfuckers have me blocked? Well, I looked into it and I actually asked, not an ex ex, but an ex of mine, I guess. Why do I get blocked? And they're like, well, cause uh, you post stuff on social media and we don't want to see like you having fun or you with another guy. And we just rather like out of sight, out of mind. And I'm like, y'all need to grow some balls. You guys listening out there, Wow, I saw a so from Jersey saying you guys. Y'all, you guys, whatever you want to call it. Guys out there that block girls the second y'all break up, I just want to let you know y'all need to grow some motherfucking balls and stop being little ass pussies about what she's going to post. But really, like, block? That's just, that's just a little too much. You're being dramatic. One thing I want to say to my listeners is thank you so much for everyone who messages me or tags me and mentions my podcast and says how you guys love to listen to it and you can relate love all your great encouragement your comments i love it one thing i wanted to point out to these little haters is i see you i see you writing those little nasty ass comments come on girls we're supposed to support other women like why are we hating on women we are in the same team so if you have nothing nice to say don't leave it on a comment please so last week i had a listener message me actually before he messaged me he has been writing on all my instagram posts on my ugly truth podcast every time i would put something on my story or picture or anything he would leave a comment saying what did jasper 1.0 do to you where's jasper at jasper's back at it again put it on the jasper tab and we're not talking about jasper 2.0 we're talking about my ex-fiance the friendly ghost and i'm like who is this motherfucker and why won't he leave this alone and then he starts messaging me hey where's jasper at where's he live doesn't he live in maryland and i'm just like oh my god okay so the motto of my life is one phrase of a song this is how it goes push me cause i'm close to the edge i'm trying not to lose my head (laughs) that is the motto of angie's life 
And as I'm reading his fucking messages, I'm just like, oh, don't push me. I'm trying to get better at not reacting like this. Until he said, what did Jasper 1.0 do to you so bad that hurt you? So I was like, oh, you want to know? I send this guy like four long ass messages on my DMs explaining more in detail than I've ever even explained on this podcast. And he reacts right back saying, I'm so sorry. Like, I was being funny. I'm a comedian. My bad. He's like, I didn't realize how bad you got screwed over by somebody. I'm like, yeah. So before anybody starts writing anything, think before you type. Fuck. I appreciate you being here for another episode. Again, don't forget to subscribe and uh, five-star me on iTunes. You could do it also on Spotify or Anchor or every other app there is out there for podcasts. I am out there. My Instagram, again, it's at myuglytruthpodcast. And my Twitter is at myuglytruth underscore pod, P-O-D. Facebook is the same, myuglytruthpodcast. And thank you guys. I appreciate you being here for another episode of My Ugly Truth. I don't even care. You are listening to My Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast.